0: Happy Easter evening, and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast for Easter Sunday, 2023. Man, it's been a crazy 48 hours for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and um, it's probably been less than 48 hours, to be honest. It's probably only been like 30 hours, but I'll try to take you through it as best I can. Well, if we're going back 48 hours, um, in the second home game of the year, um, Vince Velasquez just had a terrible outing. Um, it's kind of who he is, despite what he says in his post-game interviews. Like, he's seen this all before his entire career. Um, he throws way too many pitches. And actually, this is as bad as it's been. Um, I think somebody said on um, Twitter that he had thrown like 150 pitches in seven innings, or maybe it was even more than that, Um and I was remember I was saying like he, put, he throws about twenty five pitches an inning. So how many how many um, innings is he going to eat? He's thrown over twenty five pitches an inning so far this season, and uh, that is going to be taxing to the bullpen. Um, Rich Hill has not looked good either, um, but the other three guys have looked fantastic. So if we're going to focus on some positive stuff, first of all today Easter Sunday, Johan Oviedo really impressed me. Um, I knew that he had um, very good velocity and some decent movement on his slider. Um, But today he really had pinpoint control of the slider. And uh, he really kept the White Sox hitters off balance. Now, the White Sox did have five hits. And the Pirates only had two hits today. Uh, But the Pirates hits were timely. Um, The Cannon, Smith Nigma got a triple. um, And then he was knocked in on a base hit, I believe, um, or a sack. I think it was the sack fly by Jack Sawinski, who had a couple of barrels today. I mean, it's at least looking somewhat better. Um, Although it looked like um, Rodolfo Castro might have taken a step back today after having a couple barrels the day before he struck out a couple times today. But the pitcher was really good for um, the White Sox. You know, so you have to... Kopak, I think, is the guy's name. You got to think about that as well. And the team itself only had two hits. Um, Key Brian Hayes has not looked good this year. You can kind of throw away the spring stats now. I mean, we're far, far enough into the season where you can um, just focus on the at-bats that count. And he was grounding a lot of balls, and now he's just popping up everything. Um, some of the balls are fly balls, um, but they're not really threatening fly balls the last few days. And he just hasn't had um, you know, a lot of barrels on the ball where he really squares it up. He had a great at-bat in this game to start the first inning. It was a 10 or 11-pitch walk um, where he fouled off six balls, uh, and that was really good. Um, But other than that, um, Key Brian Hayes has really been struggling. Um, For some weird reason, Connor Joe is batting five hundred. He had four hits two nights ago, and they haven't played him since. Um, Unless he's injured, I mean, that's pretty bad coaching, I would think. And that's something that Shelty has been known to do. He doesn't reward guys for having big days, which most of the good managers do. Um, I've heard a lot of good managers quoted as like, uh, this guy got three hits today. I got to find a way to get him in the lineup tomorrow, even if he's not a regular. Um, but someone like Connor Joe is close enough to a regular where you ought to be able to get him into the lineup when he has four hits and he's batting 500 for the season. But Shelty does some weird shit today, man. Um, he was, the drunk, Sheltie, was in the middle of that brawl today, um, when O'Neill Cruz got hurt, and I'll get to the injuries later, a little later, um, but, um, he looked pretty funny, Sheltie, you know, with that beard, like an old man with a beard getting pushed around by the kids, um, he's just a funny dude, man, but I know a lot of people said, um, on social media, even though it's Sunday and Easter and everybody's having their Easter dinners and such, um, people got on Twitter long enough to say that um, they like, you know, Pittsburgh's always like that. They like when the team stands up um, for their other players, you know. Um, and that's what happened today with, um, you know, with O'Neill Cruz. I want to say it happened um, it, with the Steelers a couple seasons ago when that um, defensive player for the um, Cleveland Browns ripped off the guy's helmet, you know, and some of the other players stepped in. Um, and that, I think he got, I don't know if he got punished as much as he should have for ripping off the Steeler guy's helmet and then trying to hit him with it, you know, but, um, that's something you'll notice with Pittsburgh, blue collar city, you know, the iron city, um, is that you stand up for your guys, you know, and they do that as fans as well. So, um, I mean, Oviedo looked fantastic, right? Um, there's been a few good trades. I did want to mention this that the Pirates have made a few good trades that I can think of. I believe they got Oviedo from the St. Louis Cardinals um, for Quintana. Uh, And they also got that um, guy who's in the minor leagues, who, interestingly enough, he's an infielder, and he might get brought up with O'Neill Cruz on on the shelf. Uh, But again, I'll give you an O'Neill Cruz update a little bit later. Um, He's only 21, 22 years old now, but um, a pretty... Nice player. And uh, he's one of the guys they might think about bringing up. Um, One of the guys they got back in the uh, Quintana trade. But Oviedo has just been phenomenal. So that's been, a. after all these bad trades, um, I want to say that Ben Charrington has made three good trades in a row. These are the ones that I remember. Um, He traded Vogelbach for um, Holderman. And Holderman, I mean, he's sketchy. He's not my favorite eighth-inning guy. He's gotten the job done, but he's a little sketchy sometimes with his command. And the um, first hitter today, if you noticed, um, got a couple really good hits off of him, but they were just foul. I think the one just went foul of the line. Um, But he settled down and got the job done. You know, he's not lights out, lights out. Um, But they also, another guy that came in the game today is um, Dorian Moretta. Um, He's the money man. And he is somebody that, um, that um, Anthony the Murph Dog was talking about early on, um, that he really liked his stuff, and he thought this was a good pickup, and that um, I've heard a lot of fans of the Cincinnati Reds. I think Moretta was probably traded for, um, for Newman. Remember I was saying I think that's what the deal was the other time? Um, I believe that Dorian Moretta was probably traded for Kevin Newman, but uh, he has looked good. Are they going to overuse him? It looks like it. You know, it really does look like it. But he looks good. And from what I've heard um, from the Reds announcers is that he had a really great year last year. And it was only two appearances where he blew up um, that really kept him from having like an elite ERA. And he is an excitable guy. You know, he's fun to watch. Doria Amaretta is an excitable guy. But also Oviedo. How about him like pumping his fist and just like throwing his fists in the air when he um, was going off the field today in PNC Park, you know, to the standing ovation. Uh, It wasn't a huge crowd today, but there were some people in that lower section where the pitcher walks off, um, which is above the uh, Pirates dugout, you know, and they were giving him a standing ovation. And rightly so. I mean, Oviedo was just fantastic today. Um, Now I'm going to start out. Injury wise, with Mike Burroughs, because this happened yesterday morning. And you know, I usually wake up in the afternoon because I work nights. Well, when I read about Mike Burroughs and his um, forearm issue and having him leave the game, it was like a slug in the gut to me. Uh, it was like you hear something that happens to a friend of yours or a relative of yours or something like that, you know? And I don't know why, you know, I'm just kind of close with the guy and you know? I've seen him enough times um, that I know how excited he is to get to the major leagues. And maybe some of this was showing. I you know, I, I mentioned it, and I wanted to think that um, Mike Burroughs was intentionally lowering his velocity from his normal 96 to 93 just so he could stay healthy. But maybe this was, you know, he was having some issues before, earlier in the season. In his first start for Indianapolis, he ran a lot of 3-2 counts um, and got his pitch count up, which was, you know, unusual for him. But he's such a battler. But he was still getting the job done. Uh, well, in this case, he actually felt um, some numbness in his fingers um, and some stiffness in his forearm. And I mean, there really hasn't been any update on it. Um, ben Sherrington said that his elbow felt stable, according to the um, the medical examiners, which really doesn't mean anything until you get an MRI. Uh, and sometimes they have to do multiple MRIs. Um, so we really don't know what that means, other than he didn't break his elbow. Uh, we're just hoping for the best. I mean, it was really a blow to me uh, when Mike Burroughs got hurt because I was excited about, about seeing him in the major leagues. Um, you know, obviously his family was excited about seeing him in the major leagues. And I really thought we had a chance to see him in the major leagues this year. And I don't know if that's not going to happen now, um, but I always have bad feelings about pitching injuries, you know? Uh, And I remember I said that about Bednar, even before it was announced, like as soon as he got hurt, I had that um, podcast about Bednar. um, And it ended up, you know, he's probably going to go Tommy John. And I don't think that that's going to be the case with Burroughs. You know, I hope not. Um, But when you're, When you have issues with your forearm and when the medical staff is checking your elbow, it's just a little scary. You know what I mean? Look what it's done to Shane Baz. You know, he was like, for years now, he's been a top prospect. And he's never been able to really have any sort of length of time in the major leagues. Now, Shane Baz's team, the Tampa Bay Rays are off to a ridiculously good start. Uh, You know, everybody has trouble with pitching. So, I mean, the, the fact that the Pirates have Velasquez and um, Rich Hill is not that bad of news, to be honest with you, um, because everybody is thin on pitching. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals are thin on pitching. Everybody except for the Rays and maybe the Brewers, who just went to like seven and two. Um, their pitching looks pretty solid this year. Um, and Even the Cubs have had good pitching from a couple guys, um, but, you know, they're not solid top to bottom. The only team in baseball that really has a great rotation top to bottom that has been consistent is the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, And I was thinking you Darvish is probably the most overrated uh, baseball pitcher in the last few years. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes he puts up good numbers, I'm sure. But it seems to me like every time I look at you Darvish, he's always given up runs. And he doesn't really deserve in the to be in the same conversation as um, Sandy Alcantara and guys like that, Garrett Cole. It's just that he was a freak several years ago and you was like a household name and he's somewhat still living off of that, right? And I think he's on the Padres now and the Padres have a lot of pitchers, but they don't stay healthy very often. So they do not have a great rotation top to bottom. And um, the young guy, for the Padres who was considered to be like the next um yeah you know, that next guy on the Phillies you know to be a stud every single year um he hasn't looked good that 21 year old that the Padres traded for last year i mean he's like 22 23 now he has not looked good he's batting like 160 this year um and it's not like he's a rookie You know, their rookies always get off to that start where they're batting like 160 or at least, you know, for the most part, the big time hyped up rookies always get off to slow starts um, like Torque and guys like that. But um, I don't know. The Padres have not lived up to their, you know, $400 million payroll. But I digress. We started talking about pitchers um, and pitching depth. The the Pirates don't have much pitching depth in the minors now um, with, Mike Burrows on the shelf. Um, The only guy they have really is um, Luis Ortiz. Uh, He's the only guy that you could think about bringing up that might do a decent job. You know, likely he's going to keep you in the game some of the time. You know, he's a very inconsistent guy. Um, Fans like him because when he's good, when he's on, he's really good. But when he's off, he's really bad. And that's why Luis Ortiz is more like a. Either a, like a seventh, eighth inning guy. You know, maybe he could do two innings late in the game. Or um, like a fourth or fifth starter just because of that inconsistency. Um, and maybe he puts it together sometimes. But some guys always struggle with inconsistency. Look at Vince Velasquez. He's always had good stuff. Um, but he's never going to put it together. Um, he's had so many chances. I think you can say now that it's never going to happen for Vince Velasquez. Um, the second injury was today. And it figures, Easter Sunday, O'Neill Cruz gets hurt, sliding into home. Um, first of all, the good thing about this play is that uh, it looked like um, his left leg got stuck under his body. And that's how he broke it. Now, if it's his left leg, um, he's a right-handed hitter, I believe. Um, God, I should know that, you know um is he if he's a left-handed hitter he's screwed um but I think he must be a right-handed hitter although I've seen him stand with that I think he maybe he is a left if he's a left-handed hitter this could really hurt him I'm trying to think of the stance and when he gives you that mean scowl is he standing left-handed you know I know the Pirates have a lot of left-handers in their lineup um but I don't know man he throws with his right hand right I can't believe I don't know that. (laughs) but. Um, you don't want an injury like this to be on the leg that you push off of as a power hitter. Um, Ryan Howard's career was ended when he tore his um, Achilles, and he never got that power back from his push-off leg. Um, same thing with like um, quarterbacks in football. Um, you know, the leg that they plant, um, you don't want to get that broken. Um, because it really affects your throwing for years to come. Um, my guess on O'Neal Cruz is that he could very well be out until September with a broken ankle, and if it's his push-off ankle, they might just wait until next spring to get him back into baseball. Although a young guy like a young freakish guy like that, he could potentially be back in in August. Um, So I don't know. That's just my best guess. At first, I thought it was his knee, like he tore in in a um, ligament or something, but it wasn't that. Um, It was a broken ankle. (sighs) The thing with Cruz is you're always gonna remember that Easter, as a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, that Easter where O'Neill Cruz broke his ankle. And I was saying it reminds me of um, certain things, certain moments you remember that are tough punch-in-the-gut moments as Pittsburgh Pirate fans, like that um, terrible throw in the 1991 or 1992 um, divisional series that allowed Atlanta to keep going. Um, And then um, Josh Bell getting traded, McCutcheon getting traded, a lot of guys getting traded away, and Bell's was like Christmas Eve or something like that or New Year's Eve or something. Um, Those things are difficult to deal with. And I bet you are going to remember where you were when you saw or heard that O'Neill Cruz broke his ankle um, just because he's that much of um, pretty much when people think of the Pittsburgh Pirates now, they think of O'Neill Cruz. And it's the same thing with Pirates fans. They just love Cruz. And, you know, he's fun to watch, man. I mean, he is a freakish guy, right? He's fast. He's tall. Um, he hits the ball a mile. You know, he's, he's been a lot of fun this year in the clubhouse. He gets excited now, you know. Totally different guy than he was when he was slumping, you know. Um, but now, you know, we had so much hope for O'Neill Cruz. Some people were calling for 30-30. Some people were calling for 40-40. Some people were calling for 50-50, <laughs> you know. So it is really devastating. And let me tell you about me personally. I was thinking that, man, this is a really good, top of the lineup, O'Neal Cruz, Brian Reynolds, and Andrew McCutcheon, you know, those guys had been doing really well, you know, and if you could get one other guy to really get hot and throw in there as a cleanup hitter, say like the Cannon got hot or something like that, you know, Um, I don't know who else, oh, I guess you could say the first baseman um, could potentially get hot, you know, even though he's older, Um, Carlos Santana could get hot, but I mean, That is a great one-two-three punch. And they were scoring almost five runs a game, you know, because of a couple games where they they got a lot of runs. But still, you know, and they only got one run and two hits today. Um, But still, this is a big blow to the lineup. And think about how things, you know, can look so good as a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, and then you blink your eye and they look so bad. You know, if Cruz is out in August and Reynolds is traded... Um, despite how the young kids are doing, you know, the lineup isn't going to be quite the same. Uh, and that's just the reality of things that could potentially happen as a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. And it was a thin team to begin with. You know, there's not a lot of depth here. Um, we're supposed to have a lot of middle infielders. Actually, it's a no-brainer who they'll bring up. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be Marcano because he's been hot in uh, in AAA. Um, but... He, I guess he's a, he's a better second baseman, you know. And um, Rodolfo Castro is not a good shortstop, and he hasn't been hitting the ball. And then if you have to move bait a second, you know, you don't get to play him in center field anymore. So you could see where it has like a domino effect on the team. And it was just a huge blow, you know. First of all, Mike Burrows, you know, maybe not as big a blow for a lot of you guys that just followed the major league team and not the minor league guys so much. Um, but to me, that was that was a big blow. And even if you just follow the major league team, you probably know who Mike Burrows is right by now, you know, because he's been that good. Um, even though Quinn Priester gets more talk, you know, Mike Burroughs had always outperformed Priester, which I mentioned that in my last podcast. Um, but now I don't know, man. I mean, Priester bounced back today. He had a pretty good start, which was nice to see. Um, but he's kind of like that. Remember I was saying he's like a kind of a good start, bad start guy. And that's something the Pirates have been trying to change for years. Um, he would have a great start and then come, come to another one and not do so well. So, you know, those are just some things in the minor league. I was a little disappointed that Greensboro's pitcher today, and I didn't see how he did, but it was a 17th round pick that had a, um, like a 4.5 or 5 ERA in college. And sometimes I just feel like when the Pirates throw guys out there in their starting rotation, like Bido, you know, or like that guy, that they should have better pitchers in this system. They have a few guys that you know of, you know, Jared Jones, Burroughs, Priester, and uh, Luis Ortiz. You know, there's a few guys like that that they have that seem to be like really good pitchers. And then it just really drops off from there, and there's guys that could be good. You know, but it's like when you look at some of the guys they start, you know, a 17th round pick from last year who did not pitch well in college. That's your starter in Greensboro, you know, like your number three starter in Greensboro. You, sometimes you just got to think like, you know, I wish we had more depth on this team. And I can see the gringos rolling their eyes because they don't always agree with me. You know, they like all the minor leaguers. I'm just throwing out a word of caution that, the depth of this minor league system is not as good as it's advertised, you know? I mean, just look at it. Um, Greensboro's 0-3, I think, or Altoona is 0-3. Um, Indianapolis has won three games, but they've lost four or five. Um, they're not dominating in the minor leagues, despite that flex, you know, that was a really bad flex on the um, Pittsburgh Pirates' Twitter that said we have the third best record in all of baseball in the minor leagues third best and then people were making jokes like hang the banner <laughs> so sometimes the pirates flex on things you know and maybe they shouldn't you know maybe we should just wait until we put this all together and we could flex on a wild card you know that would be a big step forward if this team could um even finish 500 at some point but if they could secure a wild card, that's really good, you know? What stands in the way of that if for the time being is the big injuries we got in the last 24 hours or 48 hours, um, Burroughs and Cruz. And what also stands in the way is um, you know, just some inconsistency in the minor leagues and Velasquez and um And Rich Hill. So, I mean, like I said, man, you just got, and so they won today, right? But a win in baseball, it's the one sport where, you know, winning one game really isn't that important. Um, You, especially in April, you wanna see, you know, how are you going to get through six months of baseball? And then you really have to look at the totality of it, you know, of 162 games. Like last year, they got off to a good start, they finished horrible. But the totality of it was they lost 100 games again. Uh, the year before, they got off to an okay start, and then they kind of shit the bed, and they lost 101 games. And this year, they're off to a good start. And what hurts is O'Neill Cruz going down. Uh, that's really going to hurt your offense. And we'll know more in the next few days, um, you know, some updates on that injury. So, I mean, I'm sorry to deliver you that news. Um, I hope you enjoyed your holiday weekend. Peace out.